0: I believe in freedom of expression. I believe in forgiveness of self. I believe in world peace. I believe in the collective consciousness. I believe we are all one and that we all want the same thing. I believe in love. I believe that this is not how it's supposed to be. I believe there's enough to go around. I believe in staying up late and eating the whole fucking box of cookies. I believe in a multinational, multigenerational, social, cultural, and spiritual revolution. And I believe it has begun. Hello everybody, welcome to Painting Pictures, I'm Gabriel Roberts. Thank you for taking the time wherever you are to tune in. I hope you're having a good day or a good evening, and I hope if you're in the future, it's awesome. I'm here to tell you briefly about myself and why I've decided to make this podcast and why you should listen to it. Uh, I was born in Buffalo, New York, which is really a caveat for when I tell people where I'm from, because I'm really from Sacramento. I grew up here. My family moved here when we were just little babes. I think I was four or five. And growing up in Sacramento was pretty good. And then I decided to make a podcast. And that's where we are right now. Um, all you really need to know is that I'm excited about this and I've been thinking about it for such a long time probably a year or so and I'm really happy that it's finally happening we'll see how long it lasts but probably forever because all good things last forever I'm not much of a comedian you may have noticed from this monologue i'm actually i'm more nervous now than i was about an hour and a half ago when i went up on stage for the very first time at an open mic here in sacramento and i found that i wasn't i wasn't nervous as soon as i got up on stage and i thought this is great i'm going to do great and i think i did do great it was only 5 minutes but there were i don't know maybe Eight people left. I went last of the night. So that's a little qualifier for why I didn't get a whole lot of laughs. Um, But maybe I'll do it again sometime and have a better crowd. Because I'm sure I did great. Um, I told a joke about Goo Gone. And how the four uses for Goo Gone are... This is from the Goo Bottle, so these are official. Number one is stickers. Number two is gummy messes. Number three is crayon marks. And number four is gooey. <sighs> no one laughed at that part. I, then I think I said... Uh, I think they're having a hard time coming up with names you know, or things. Like the first one makes sense, stickers. And if you're buying Goo Gone, that's probably all you need. And they put it first, like top left of this little grid so that you would read that first and because that's the only reason anybody ever buys Goo Gone, is to get stickers off of wine glasses, they're satisfied and they probably don't read on. If you do, you see gummy messes and maybe some people use it to take care of gum, gummy messes. But to me, it sounds like they're already reaching a little bit. Then they throw in crayon marks, which maybe that's like a known thing. If you have crayon marks, if you have children and you want to discourage their artistic expression, well, then you can buy some Goo Gone and and destroy their pictures. Then they put Gooey. And, which is great because um, I can't tell you how many times I've woken up in the middle of the night and found gooey on my sheet. And now I know that Gong will take care of it. Gooey isn't, a, gooey isn't a thing. That's the joke. Gooey's not a thing. Goo is a thing. And one wonders why goo wasn't good enough. Because goo is on their bottle. It's, it's part of their name. They're called Goo Gone. So why they didn't put goo on it and instead put gooey makes me think. You know, I think about what was going on in that office. I, I like to think that it's an office, some vague corporate place where people are actually sitting around coming up with things like this uh you know, what to put on the front, and someone decides, we want four images, you know, of the uses, and like, yeah, so they settled on that, they got the whole design, they got the goo, the gone, got the four little pictures, and then it's a process of figuring out, what to put in there, and stickers, yeah, stickers, uh, gum, 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 uh, gummy messes, yeah, gummy messes, picture of gum, picture of gum, uh, uh, and then the mom who hates her artistic child says, "Crayon marks. They're all like around a big board board table." And they go, "Yeah, crayon marks, crayon marks." And then there's a there's a pause, <laughs> and everyone looks at each other. And um, poop? No, no, it doesn't doesn't work on poop. Um, sticky sticky messes? Sticky? no no we already did gummy messes <laughs> can't do sticky sticky's not even a thing shut up um and they wait a little while longer and then somebody says gooey I hate gooey and we should <laughs> put it on the bottle and they say yeah you got it buddy that's it gooey Maybe somebody said, what about goo? And to that, dear listeners, I have no idea what the appropriate response is or was or what happened at that point. Oh, to be a fly on the wall of the goo gone corporate naming. I live with my parents, proud to say. I'm 27 years old. I have dandruff. And I masturbate figure I'll just get all those out right at the beginning. I'm, I feel really good about all of those things. Living with my parents has been wonderful. My parents got divorced when I was a freshman in college at UC Davis. And they uh, recently, well, I moved back home to Sacramento about a year, a little less than a year ago. And then and my dad was the only one living here at that point uh, I have two other siblings. They're lovely, amazing people. They're probably the the coolest people on the planet. You guys will hear them someday. And anyway, so my dad was the only one living here, holding down the suburban home in Sacramento. And I came back after some time in the Bay Area. I lived in San Francisco and I lived in Oakland. And, um, Started to sort of settle in a little bit and stir things up a little bit. And then soon after, my mom moved in. And she's been roaming for a while. Uh, My parents have sort of become friends. And now that they have spent more time together and all the new things that we're doing, they've become much closer friends. And it's so fun to see. And we've had dinners, the three of us, drinking wine, which my mom never has done in her entire life. Um, we started a garden in the backyard for real, for real. We got sweet peas, the sun's coming now and things are going to start really taking off. I cleared out the woodshed in the back and now I can make picture frames. My dad can go out there and make things out of wood. Um, I've had a lot of good time to reflect, of course, which is up and down. You know, the me time, I've always been a person very fond of their me time. And I've gotten plenty of that here. And uh, so it's been wonderful. And now I'm getting more other other people time and out time. And I just got back from Los Angeles. I took a road trip by myself. Uh, stayed with friends. Saw old friends. Had a magical experience. Everybody that says Los Angeles is no good is wrong. And I'm sure most people know that. By now, but I have living in Northern California established sort of a anti LA sentiment because it's it's cool it's it's what you do you know it's something oh yeah LA they're all about image and acting and Norkel's where it's at you know you can ski and it's beautiful and it's all true people are really nice which is true but it's also true about LA and they have birds they have mockingbirds they have mourning doves they have pigeons. I didn't see any scrub jays, which we have a lot of up here. They have black Phoebes, which are my favorite bird. And any place that has black Phoebes in my book is okay. Granted, this is Santa Monica, which is a different city than Los Angeles. But, you know. So, that was all under the living with my parents category. What are the other embarrassing things I told you about? Oh, I'm 27. I feel good about that. Uh I feel really really good about that. 27 has been magical. Um and 28 should be great. Um dandruff, I think was one. I had dandruff. I don't know why it started. I talked about this with uh somebody on another podcast called The Cream in the Clear, which is The first podcast I did and and still do. That's just a little plug right there. Just dropping that in for you guys. Back to this intro. It's very important. Um, Dandruff, right. Uh, Dandruff. Anyway, um, you know, just got to use a little coconut oil here and there. And uh, give myself scalp massages. I'm hoping it goes away. It came about sort of inexplicably. So I'm hoping it will disappear in a similar fashion. But I don't let it get me down. I don't let it stop me from wearing black. I don't, you know, I don't sit and fret about it all the time. It's just a good thing if I'm feeling really down to sort of pile on. A little little something extra. Um, I masturbate. That's another thing. Uh, I think that's something everybody does or has done and i used to feel really ashamed about it as do a lot of people and now i don't really i um i kind of enjoy it and um i'll maybe talk about this more some other time but we'll just put that <laughs> put that in a box put it on the shelf know that i'm open to talking about it i think it's uh important and rewarding to bring out everything from the darkness and embrace it and see that it really isn't that bad. And you only are making it bad because you think it's bad. Um, and 27 are with my parents. So those are the embarrassing things. I want to give you a little glimpse into my life growing up in Carmichael, California. I'm going to read you A passage from my journal. This is Gabriel's journal 1996 to 1997, and 1995 to 1996. So we got a lot of material here. Uh, I was born in 86, so I'm 10, you could say. This is from September 5th, 1995. I'm very excited because the day after tomorrow and the day after that is my birthday. I'm very grateful to mom because she has let me have all my friends over, exclamation mark. I'm going to turn nine, and I am already going through the nine-year-old change. I have immensely enjoyed having glasses, and everything looks so different. Write you soon, exclamation mark. I thought it was funny to sign... That way because I'm writing the journal. I marked this one because I think it's funny. I don't know exactly what the nine-year-old change is. I wish I did. And maybe I'll ask my mom. Maybe it's a thing that happens when you're nine. I don't know exactly what it was for me. Um, Also, I immensely enjoyed having, I have immensely enjoyed having glasses. So I just got glasses and when I t- turn nine well I'm about to turn nine so that was big that's a that's a big thing for me I'm really this is I'm really short I'm ho- being homeschooled by my mom who's an excellent teacher I'm the youngest I have my older brother Miles and Lucy we all live in this house and we're homeschooled okay next one This is from the nineteenth of September, nineteen ninety-five. I have like a very cool. I'm obviously pl- practicing my cursive. I have like a cool cursive signature at the top. It says Gabriel Walter Roberts, and I'm experimenting, I guess, with sort of a forward slanting writing style with a blue pen. The last one was in pencil. Right now, I'm feeling tired yet content. Currently, I'm sitting with Mom in Fair Oaks Village Park. Lucy is at acting class across the street. Miles is at at baseball with Bobby. Mom and I just finished a peach milkshake, and I enjoyed it a lot. I am battling against my anger at this stage of my life and hope that someday I will be successful. Write you soon. (sighs) So that's a lovely little slice, sitting in the park with my mom having a peach milkshake. Um, that I really liked. I guarantee that was from Sunflower Cafe, which is this awesome vegetarian spot down by the river in Fair Oaks, Sacramento. I don't remember my sister taking acting class, but that's awesome. I do remember Miles playing baseball with our neighbor and best bud, Bobby. Um, And I do remember battling against my anger a lot I had a little I had a temper and it, it goes with being small and thinking that I'm a lot older than I am feeling a lot older than I am. All right next one this is from the 16th of October 1995. Today I'm feeling awfully tired. I just recently tried to take a nap, but my attempt was futile. I just finished my spelling, and I'm going to have a relaxing day at home. Write you soon. There you get nine-year-old Gabriel, like an old man, like 90-year-old Gabriel. Awfully tired, and I just tried to take a nap, but my attempt was futile. Damn, <laughs> not the worst thing trying to take a nap. See, I'm still, this is, this is very much me still. I, I tried to take a nap today. I didn't go full on attempt. I was almost gonna go outside in the backyard and sit in the sun, but my bed looked so comfortable. I've just set up a full bed. It's my bed that I had in Oakland. It was my sister's bed originally. It's one of those Ikea beds with the foam mattresses. And it is so much better than a single bed. I've been sleeping in a single bed that squeaked and creaked. Uh, And now I have a big bed in my room, and it just looked so appealing. And I was tired. I, I drove to Los Angeles this week and back. And so I decided to lay down for a nap, and I couldn't get to sleep. Didn't really freak out about it or try to get to sleep too hard. I listened to the birds. That was pleasant. I think I would have fallen asleep if my feet hadn't been cold. And you know that feeling when your feet are cold. And I guess what I could have done is sat up and, like, rubbed them really thoroughly, vigorously. I could have gone all the way to the other bathroom and put my feet in the tub and warmed them that way. But... When you're trying to take a nap, when I'm trying to take a nap, in this case, that was too much effort. I didn't want to invest that much in the nap. So the nap didn't happen. But that's all right. I enjoyed it and went outside and sat in the sun. And that ended up being really nice. All right, I'm going to do one more journal entry, see what else I can tell you about my childhood. This is from the December 15th, 1995. This morning I decided... I was not going to get cold. I put on thick socks, black jeans, a t-shirt, turtleneck and sweater, and a warm coat, hat, and mittens. When we arrived at the trailer, it was about 43 degrees Fahrenheit. And inside, we turned on high both heaters before going out on the site. There was only two guys, and they were hard at work. Dad showed me the floor slab that I had not seen yet, and also where they were going to do the next pour. When we returned to the trailer, it was extremely warm. Miles and I hung our coats over the heater and took off our sweaters. We might go miniature golfing on the way home tonight. I am so excited. Write you soon. So that had to be in Susanville, where my dad worked as a project manager. And occasionally, my brother and I would or not Susanville, Lakeport. My brother and I would go with him because he had rented an apartment because it was, I don't know, it's like two and a half hours away or something. He only came home uh, Wednesday night during the week and then Friday for the weekend. And the rest of the time he, he stayed up there. So he would take us with, us, with him for a couple of days and we'd stay in his apartment and we were called the three bachelors, or maybe just the bachelors, and we ate cornflakes with honey on them in the morning. And we got to go with my dad to this job site where they were building a prison and walk around and meet all the guys. And Anyway, you can see that uh, getting really cold is not new. just want to review what I was wearing. Thick socks, black jeans, capital black for jeans. These were probably my warmest pair of jeans. A t-shirt, standard sort of preliminary garment, turtleneck and a sweater. t shirt, turtleneck. I don't own any turtlenecks, but if I did, I would probably wear them. That's a great like long sleeve. I like, I need more like long sleeve undergarments that don't have like zippers on them or look too like outdoorsy. Um, turtleneck and sweater. So that's, you're heating up right there and a warm coat. Hat. I don't know what kind of hat, probably a beanie. And mittens, which is awesome. I love thinking of little 10-year-old Gabe with his mittens. And going to the trailer (laughs) and recording the temperature. Because I want to know exactly how gosh darn cold it is out there when I write my journal this afternoon. I think earlier I talked about how cold it was. Uh, The next, yeah, the day before. The 14th. This morning we arrived at the trailer at 7.58 a.m. Nobody was there yet, and we began unpacking. It was almost 40 degrees. Just now, a few guys arrived from the electric company. I am freezing up! Dad is going to have a meeting at 10 a.m., and Miles and I will be able to play on the computer. Write you soon. So that's that's little me. That's a little glimpse into little me. I haven't changed much. I've gotten to an average height that I feel good about. I'm about five foot nine, I think maybe five ten um, I'm gonna sit down, folks, and we're gonna we're gonna close this one out because that's enough that's probably enough about me for this episode so some details. About this podcast. It's called Painting Pictures because I paint pictures. I'm an artist and um, I paint pictures with oil paint. And just recently, I painted with watercolor for the first time since I learned how to paint. And um, I really enjoy it. And for the last period of my life, it's been really important to me. And it's how I've defined myself. And it was what I used or have used to sort of give my story to people in society over the past few years, since probably about 2009 when I really learned to paint. Um, So it is a big part of me, and uh, I thought it's a good name, but the podcast isn't just about painting pictures, and it's not just with artists. I am going to be talking to people. Um, And if they are artists, we will talk about art, and if they're painters, we'll talk about painting. But I want to talk to all sorts of people, and I want to talk about all sorts of things. I want to talk about masturbation, obviously, because that's important. Uh, I want to talk about all those Emotional things I said in the intro of this podcast. I want to talk about what I'm going to call universal juice. It's the sweet juice of the universe. And you taste it when something happens that makes you feel at peace and alive and connected to something bigger than yourself and bigger than this current reality that you are inhabiting and seeing. And I want to talk about what that juice tastes like. I want to talk about how you get it and squeeze it and drink it. And I want to talk to everybody about what that is for them. And I think that's going to yield good results because I think that we're going to find a lot of similarities. And we're, we're, we're going to be talking about the exact same thing in, in different terms. If I can do my job as as an as an interviewer and, and steer through everything else that people are talking about and so sort of just keep driving down to the, the basics of it. So we're calling it painting pictures. Um, it won't all be like that, though. I will try to get in a few laughs, I promise. I do want this to be funny. I do want to um, make you laugh. I want this to be something you enjoy, something you look forward to, Something that it's easy to digest. Um, And so to that end, we'll get some music involved. Um, And if you are a musician and you have music that you'd like me to play on this podcast, you can send me an email. My email address is gabe art at gmail.com. So that's my first name shortened to Gabe, G-A-B-E. My last name, Roberts, R-O-B-E-R-T-S, and the word art, A-R-T, at gmail.com. And my website is gaberobertsart.com. So you can see that's, that's been my theme. I'm an artist. <laughs> Go buy my paintings. Um, if you do want to buy my paintings or support this podcast in any way, uh, I'm going to add a page to the website called Support, I think. Yes, it's going to be called Support. And it'll have details about that. Um, but mostly, I really want you to listen and send me emails about what you think and um, you know what, what you like and what you don't like. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'm going to try to do this on a weekly... F- basis, but I don't want to make any promises. It's something I'm really excited at this point, which is St. Patrick's Day 2014. I feel like this is an important place for me to express myself and to express myself fully and not get bogged down with trying to write something witty or even trying to arrange a social interaction if I really feel the need to express myself and say things and opine on current events and practice my funny voices. <laughs> this is where I'm going to go. So thanks for coming along for the ride. I hope you enjoy this show. And I don't think there's anything else I need to tell you. Um, God bless. In closing, I'd like to play you a song called Freight Train, written by Elizabeth Cotton in the earliest earliest in the earliest 20th century. <laughs> Freight Train, Freight Train, gone